Hey guys, and welcome to Smart Women Read Romance, a book review podcast where we fangirl over all things romance. I'm Juliet. And I'm Jessen. Today we'll be reviewing Safe Harbor, the fifth book in Christine Feehan's Drake Sisters series. Before we dive in, make sure that you subscribe to the podcast on your preferred podcast platform and please rate and review us. If you want more romance discussions, follow us on our social media pages at SWReadRom and join our closed Facebook group, The Swoon Zone. If you'd like some podcast extras, become a patron of the podcast on Patreon, where we have extra content, including exclusive episodes and give away free stickers, books and bookmarks and a special shout out to all you patrons. We love you guys and appreciate your support. Thank you so much. We're going to be having the book of the season soon. Yeah. You haven't even told me what we're doing. I haven't decided yet, but it will be decided soon. I know. I'm always excited to hear what you do. Yeah, Yeah, it'll be sent out by the end this month so awesome so, yeah so let's chit chat first so justin tell me um do you this is something i was thinking about do you read reviews before you buy a book i know the answer but i would like you to share it with others <laughs> <laughs> so julia and i had this conversation the other day um i was talking about i started getting in this weird phase in the past year and a half where like not only i don't I'm not one to read reviews of books right. unless it's special circumstances. But I also don't like to read um, the synopsis at the back of the book, like especially if it's a book that I, I'm already sold on. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, if it's right. a book that I've been anticipating or that I know there's going to be another one in the series, right? Um, I don't need that 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 extra push um, because sometimes I feel like it could almost – ruin it for me like I don't want to have too many expectations going into books because I have a terrible habit of kind of projecting and it's it's the way I consume media because my mom fusses at me all the time if we watch a movie I'm one of those people I don't talk all the time but I'll say like I bet you that's gonna happen like real quick oh yeah me too because I'm always predicting stuff I'm always predicting stuff and that's how I am in books I am too and if I read a synopsis or if I read excessive teasers then I'll I'll get into the habit of imagining what the book's going to be. And then by the mm-hmm. time I read it, I'm like, oh, I thought that was going to happen. <laughs> well, and, and for sometimes me, I'll be disappointed. Not all the time. Right, sometimes I'll right. be pleasantly surprised. Well, and what but. happened to me recently was I had, I don't know, I'd read some reviews of something. And it steered me away from reading this book. Um, and then you recently were like, oh, I love this book. I'm like, wait, what? I was like, oh, my gosh, why did I listen to those reviews? And so then I went and read it and absolutely loved it. Five starred it. And I'd only put it aside because I had read the reviews, some reviews first that were sort of like not what yes. I was thinking or had sort of deterred. I was like, oh, I don't want to read that. You know what I mean? That's definitely happened to me before as well, where someone had an issue with the book and or they'll be very vague about it and I'll be mm-hmm. like, ooh, like now I'm going to second guess if I want this this right. book or not. But you know what? The opposite is also true. Also true because sometimes I will read someone's negative review and it will make me want to read it more. <laughs> That's true. It's so strange. It's so strange. Like um, I will read some reviews if this is like if there's a new author that I've never read before. I've never read any of their books before. And um the rate I've been hearing things like, yes, it's good. I liked it. Mm -hmm. It was okay. Fine. Sometimes I will go look at um, spoiler free reviews and I'll go click on the three star reviews 
Because sometimes right. all the five stars are just like, it's amazing. And I'm just like, yeah, but I need a little bit more. Like, I need somebody that's like almost <laughs> so a, a little neutral more territory that a little liked more discerning. It. Yeah. yeah, that mm-hmm. liked it, but had issues. I would like to, I would like to hear like your general, like, was it the trope that you disliked or was it the pace? Yeah. Like, sometimes. Yeah. Because if I hear, I think one of the biggest turnoffs for a book for me is hearing that the pacing was very slow i'm like oh no do i want to read that seriously that's one of the biggest ones that Mm -hmm. if i see a lot of people reviewing and saying the pace was really slow i felt like it lacked momentum that's one of the i will like put aside a book and be like i don't know if i can handle that right now because i need i need to read quick and i can't afford to be stuck right on one i just can't i just can't days it just doesn't keep my attention if if the pace is dragging i just can't Right. I just can't. And stay it's so I, I don't like to DNF books unless it's like really called for. And so I hate to start yeah. those kinds of books that the pacing slow because I will read on it for like five days before I finally give up and like be like, I'm going to come back to it later and I'll give myself permission to like move on. But yeah. 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 So, so yeah, I'm and- pretty anti anti teaser anti. I don't. You want don't even like the blurb. Snippets. I don't even like the blurb. I don't. I think you told me the other day it's out now by the time uh, this podcast is going to air. Yeah. But um, for Focus, the new book, not Focus, Faked. Faked. Mm-hmm. Yes. For Faked by Carlos Sorensen. Um, I think you <laughs> asked me, did you read the synopsis? And I was like, no, and don't tell me. Like, I'm I like so excited. Vague, <laughs> I already have a vague notion because they hinted it at the, hinted it at the end of yeah. Faked. I mean, focused. She hinted it at the end of focused, and yeah. I remember that. Hint. I don't need. I don't want too many more specifics. But um, <laughs> anyway, but I did see a teaser that she posted um, recently, yeah. and it was the perfect teaser. It was like one line, like it was literally words, like, like five. Words. Yeah, it was four or five words. It's exciting. I'm excited. So anyway, all right. So we are all excited about new books coming out in June and then the summer, but let's get us to safe Harbor. We need to talk, talk about safe Harbor. So safe Harbor, this was one, the Drake series was my first series um, that I read by Christine Feehan. And this was actually a book that, a uh, series that I discovered when we went to that library sale. Oh my gosh. You <laughs> so were in high school. Ago. I think you were in I high know. school. I, we, I was in high school. So <laughs> the story was Juliet took me to a library sale. And this was whenever <laughs> I was like getting big into reading. Like I right. was like, wanted to consume all the books. And yeah. I was just like, give me all the romances. So she was like, there's local library sale. Let's go. And I was so excited to have a young adult niece who was like into reading. It was so fun. Because we're the only yes. readers in the family. Basically. Yeah. Nobody else. Nobody else likes to join in on They like to do yeah. this, but it's fine. Whatever. But um, that's why we have you guys to listen to us. Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> where we found you. But I actually, I found the fourth book in the series mm-hmm. fifth book in the series yeah yeah the fourth book in the series um it was Libby and Tyson and um it's called Dangerous Tides mm-hmm. and this I I find it so funny because now I'm like don't read out of order but I read the fourth <laughs> book and I loved it I was Hilarious. like oh these are so cool so it hooked me I read all out of order because I read like four five and six yeah. and seven and then yeah. I went back to the first ones it was pretty funny but anyway um I want to give a little bit of background on what type of our characters it is. Mm-hmm. yeah our characters and one big thing to know before we get into our 
our hero and heroine is that this series focuses on the Drake sisters and they live in this small town of Sea Haven. Mm-hmm. They are all kind of scattered around the world. And one by one, each book, um, a, the sisters come back um, to their hometown. And there's this Drake sister, like, you know, prophecy about, you know, their true love finding them. And so they're all kind of witchy. I would want to, yeah. I don't want to, like, they're not witches. They're like, they elemental, have these, like elemental, elemental witches. Elemental yes. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, I really love them. I love the bonds of sisterhood that they have. And yeah, I was just really excited because the last three books are my most favorite books in the series. And so, yeah, Hannah and Jonas definitely kicked off my. I was like, oh, I'm so hooked on this family. So, without further ado, we're going to talk about our main yes, characters. Let's talk about Jonas First and Hannah. Up. So, Jonas and Hannah are actually a couple that have been teased throughout the series. If you read the previous books, you'll see them in the background. And the one thing to know about Hannah and Jonas is that they do not get along. So, Jonas is kind of like. <laughs> A pseudo little brother to all of them, but he and Hannah are always at each other's throats. Like he yeah. always messes with her, teases her, like, oh, because Hannah's a model, this world international famous model. Mm-hmm. And he calls, calls her a Barbie doll. Yes. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, just like, oh, is anything about you real? And she has the actually, she can control the four elements and she her specialty is wind. And Jonas is a the local sheriff she loves to use the wind to blow off his hat while he's out on patrol (laughs) just like messing with him little things little digs and stuff like that so it's definitely enemies to lovers but um i love the way that this book starts because it's this is the point in their relationship where it's like reaching breaking points so in the previous book jonas does get injured and hannah helps him through it she actually kind of like yeah. gives him some of like her energy yeah they he, have like him. healing energy and, and he's and feeling stuff. vulnerable yes he's feeling vulnerable after that emotionally and so he decides to put himself in danger and that's where their relationship <laughs> i know but i love it though because he is dumb sometimes is. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway so that's what we have for our characters. Um, that's in the spoiler-free section. Now we're going to move into the spoiler section, you guys. So if you have not read the series, they can be read out of order. Um, they are each a standalone. Um, but go ahead and go read this one and come back and join us for the spoiler section. Okay, guys. Now we're in the breakdown. So let's talk about how we start. Where do we start off in this book? What's happening at the very okay, opening? Okay, so... There's action going on in the lots very of, beginning. There's lots of action in this book, period, you guys. It is yes, I, this book. book is not slow. No. This book is not slow. No, not It's definitely all. one event after another. Yes. So um, something to know about Jonas is he's currently the sheriff of small town Sea Haven, but mm-hmm. he and um, his deputy, Jackson, were both mm-hmm. in the Army Rangers for a long time. And sometimes he does um, undercover work for his old boss. Right. Like, it's... Jobs, yeah, with other right, exactly. Like, mm-hmm. hey, we could really use you on this job, whatever. And mm-hmm. so, where we um enter onto the scene, basically, where Jonas and Jackson or Jackson always tags along to like protect Jonas because right. Jonas is the one who's like the hothead, <laughs> he's like rushing into situations, and Jackson's like, damn it, I better have your back because you know you're gonna get yourself killed. I really like it Which because Jonas. 
And Jonas immediately like regrets, like he's like, dang it, I shouldn't have come here, right? And Jack's like, I told you. I know, exactly. So, at least he recognizes that he's dumb, which I love. I love whenever a hero is self-aware yeah. enough to admit that he was wrong to put himself yeah. back in the situation yeah. because he just got he just was healed from a gunshot wound mm-hmm. and I was um, a gunfight again with the Russian yes. mob. Right. Exactly. So, what they, so he witnesses something yeah. terrible. Yeah. They witness basically an assassination. It looks like it's supposed to be just a low level meeting of some kind with some Russian mobsters. But they see like one of the bosses walk up and they're like casually talking. And all of a sudden one of them pulls out a pistol and murders a guy right in front of them. Yeah. And yeah. so and then they murdered their driver. OK. Who's mm-hmm. just like there to help them. And so then it breaks out into this, you know, suddenly they see they're being watched because they're filming this whole thing basically just as sort yeah, of they have it on like stakeout. Tape, so. Yeah, it's like a stakeout PI sort of thing, getting reconnaissance <laughs> and information, yes. and it turns into this major event. Right. Yeah. Now we have a high profile murder right. on tape that could put these guys away. Right. And so they have to definitely try to run away with this information. Yeah. And it's not looking good because, like you said, it was a kind of a reconnaissance min- mission. Mm-hmm. They didn't come prepared for all of this, right. like this gunfight and stuff. And what I love about it um, is that they get in a sticky situation and Jonas and Hannah have this almost um, – they have this connection. Yeah, they have a psychic connection for it. sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Jonas is touched a little bit with this psychic energy. He doesn't really have any powers to speak of. It's mostly just this kind of psychic energy. And sometimes he has feelings Mm -hmm. and that's about, yeah, that's about it. Well, he decides and he thinks he's about to die to reach out to Hannah and Mm -hmm. basically kind of like pours all his love into his voice and says like, Hannah, baby, I don't think I'm going to be able to make it. And like, he has never talked to her like this before. You know what I'm saying? And so it's just like, he's like letting it all hang out there. Finally, after when he thinks he's going to die, of course. Yeah. 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 But anyway, typical man (laughs) is able to help rescue them with her powers of wind and stuff. Mm -hmm. and. Yes, he's just like self-reflecting at this point, thinking yeah. he's going to die. He's looking at this picture he always keeps in his pocket where he's like, it's so obvious the way I'm looking at her in this photo, like that I'm in love with her. Yeah. And so he's finally admitting this to himself, which needed to happen because yeah. it's been a little while since the beginning of the series, since they've been teased. Yeah. It's like now we're getting somewhere. And yeah. Yeah. Okay, so after they, so first Jackson drags his ass to the hospital. They, he gets sort of like, you know, patched up quickly. And then they realize the Russian mob's coming after them again. So then they have to flee quickly from the hospital. He's like in a hospital gown. They took off his shirt yeah. and all this stuff. And so he's, he's gone. So they escape back home. But what I find so awesome is he goes straight to Hannah in Sea Haven. And she's thinking he's going back to the old Jonas where we're going to pretend this never happened. We're going to pretend we don't have feelings, but Jonas has other plans. And I was down for it. I love how aggressive he is. It's like once that clicked in his brain, yeah. he was like, no, there's no going back yeah, at all. No. I'm false to the walls in on it because yeah. Hannah's about to leave Sea Haven. She has a modeling contract where she has to appear yeah. in so many in shows or whatever. Uh-huh. Exactly. And so she has to go to New York for Fashion Week and Jonas does not want her to go. And she's like, I'm fulfilling a contract. And basically Jonas is like, fuck the contract. Like, yes. I don't care. You shouldn't be going. You hate it. Okay. So one of the 
most awesome things about this couple is that each of these sisters are pretty good at something. They all have their little niche thing. So the oldest sister, Sarah, she is in um, international defense. Like she does all these like defense equipment and stuff like that. So she's very like tech. And then the second sister, Katie, she's a novelist. She writes mysteries and she travels the world to go research. Yeah. The third sister, Abby, she works with dolphins. She's a marine biologist. She can talk to them, actually. She can talk to a lot of animals, but dolphins are, are like her thing. Then we have Libby, who she's the healer. She um, is actually a doctor as well. So yeah. she's all doing Doctors Without Borders stuff all the time. Hannah is a world-famous model. So she's gorgeous. She's beautiful. She has this, like, long, 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 curly, curly hair. Mm-hmm. Beautiful blonde. Then the next sister is Jolie. She's a famous rock star. She's a sister with the most attitude. She's my favorite. I can't, I've got to read hers. Look, Jolie, Jolie. and Ilya are. Um, oh, I can't wait to talk about them in a second. Throughout. I can't wait to talk about them. I, I just, I, I got to read. Go read theirs next. I can't. I <laughs> and then it. we have Elle. Then we have Elle, the, the baby of the family. She's the seventh daughter of the seventh daughter. We didn't really talk about that. So, yeah. Um, all their powers um, pass on from the seventh um, child to all of her children. Right. So Elle is destined to have seven daughters and to they have her witchy daughters. Yeah. Powers that mm-hmm. each exactly. Um, and so whenever Sarah can- comes home in the first book, she's all like, "Oh, we didn't really pay attention to this thing. Like, we locked the gates because, but their um their true love can like walk through the gates even if it's locked. And so that's yeah, a whole thing. That and is Jonas awesome. Can always walk through it. That's one of the <laughs> biggest teasers in the beginning books because Jonas can always walk through the gate. Yeah. Whenever it's locked, and they're like, "How did you get in?" Yes, because they're faded. Yes, and of course, all the girls are in denial. They're just like, "Oh, I love you know, it. It's never gonna happen to me." It's never gonna happen to yeah. me. But anyway, yeah. So Hannah, she's a big model, but Jonas knows that she does not like it. Right. And none of her right. sisters have seen that. Yeah, he he points out that she is definitely a people pleaser and she's one of she's one of the sisters. She doesn't want to disappoint anyone. She feels like they've always said how beautiful she is and how what a great model she is. So she thinks that's what she needs to be to make them happy. You know? Mm-hmm. Um and she's she's yeah, not it's happy hard to have so many sisters successful and feel like right you know like this is what i'm successful at body. right she would she rather home body mm-hmm. she um has social anxiety she actually needs help sometimes from her sisters right to be in large crowds so it's definitely not a profession that yeah. she's like you know, equipped to handle for the long haul. Right. Um, but Jonas is funnily the only one that sees that she yes. doesn't like it at all. That's one of my favorite thinks- parts was him pointing that out to Sarah, the oldest. But look, we're getting ahead of ourselves. So let's yeah, talk. Sorry. Let's talk about. So what happens is basically she thinks there that Jonas is just going to pretend, you know, nothing ever happened. He didn't confess his feelings telepathically. But he pretty much lays it on the line right then and there. Like, I want you. We belong together. You're mine. And like, <laughs> basically, 
Um, it's all broken down, and they, they have, have like, like a panic attack too. She's like, she does. She's like, and, wait, what? And even tell her like, like breathe, count back um, from zero, like do the yeah. counting thing you do. do and she's like, thing. no, I do that. And he's like, yeah, I, I know everything. I know. Oh, I love man who's observant. I love Jonas. Like he was not okay. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was totally paying attention. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, so they it yeah, jumps they, into sexy times right away. Oh yeah, though. they have sex like what is it like 15 20 percent i was like whoa baby we are getting out of business yeah jonas is like let me show you how much i want you and how much i mean (laughs) business we're not going back to this fucking family thing because yeah i think hannah made the mistake of saying like yeah you know we all think of you like a brother and he's like um i'm not your brother i do not think of you like a brother like at at all all. (laughs) we're not gonna we're not gonna bring the family into this like this is a thing between you and me like this does not involve the other drake sisters yeah this is a thing between us this is an us thing and i love it and you know what he's so romantic too like he's aggressive and romantic at the same time yeah he's very mine but very like light some candles and just like (laughs) oh like oh he just like he makes her first time really great he does he does I, i love it i love it He's all, I don't know, he's a little caveman-esque, like he's her first. I love all the, those alphas get like he that. Is. It's he so is. funny. But after he's, they have sex, yeah. she's like laying down on top of him and he, he's thinking like, I want her to get used to um, me touching her mm-hmm. body all the time, basically, because like he puts his hand on her butt and she like kind of like flinches at first, but then like relaxes and he's yeah. like, oh yeah, she doesn't know that she's mine. You know, I'm going <laughs> to keep reminding her, like getting her used to my touch and stuff like that. So he's very, very a physical man. Yeah, he, he, man. he tells her that. He's like, I'm very physical. I'm going to need and want yeah. to touch you like a lot. He's you also know? quite jealous, I have to say, <laughs> which is another reason why he does not like her modeling. Right, right. He doesn't want other men ogling her and everything else. And so anyway, so she says she has to go for this contract. And he is really, he's almost adamant. He does not want her to go. He's like, look, I understand, but you know, I want you to give this up and whatever. And so basically they, they don't leave in a huff, but it's sort of like, he's upset that she's having to leave. And she's like, I have to fulfill my contract. Yeah, I have to go. they a stalemate right now. Right, right. So she does. So she heads off to New York. She has like this giant fashion show. The funny thing is, it's like, it's one of these kinds of events that is televised, like both the catwalk is televised and then the after parties are televised. So he is at home watching all of this with Sarah. And they notice that all of a sudden he starts getting noticed. They, they, they're, I guess, whatever their psychic abilities are tuning in that something is wrong and that she is in danger. Yes. She, he's, he's very high strung. Sarah's mm-hmm. like, can you fucking chill out? <laughs> and he mentions, he was like, um, I think Hannah had asked Sarah to go. And Jonas was like, yeah, she asked me to go too, but like, I couldn't be there. Like I couldn't, I know how I am. Like I yeah. can't be over there ruin it for her or whatever and yeah. Sarah's kind of like Jonas you have feel you can tell if something's wrong and if you feel so adamantly like you're very agitated about it like maybe something is wrong yeah. and then we get to the point of view of Hannah at the party yeah. this is the first appearance, appearance in this book by Ilya Prakinsky mm-hmm. and I absolutely fucking love Ilya oh, oh my god, god. okay so stop because I want to read it so bad oh I fell in love with him point, in this book. Ilya is a mystery. He is this person. He came into town in the last book, in Abby's book, um, as this bodyguard for this kind of 
like known but unknown Russian mo- mobster Love named Nikita. socialite. He also wants to be known as like this great celebrity socialite too. It's yes, weird. So nobody can penny anything on Sergei Nikitin. Yeah. Um, but he it's pretty it's a pretty like not secret that he's into some bad stuff. They just right. can't pin anything on him. Right. Ilya comes in as bodyguard and so they're kind of like you know, they sense something about Ilya. The girls do like there's energy around him. Like it's like he's powerful. Mm-hmm. And so seeing him at this party, it scares Hannah because he's an unknown. Like they don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, is he bad? Right. But he's working for a guy who everyone pretty much assumes is bad. So nobody knows his knows his intentions. But Ilya actually kind of saves her from being drugged. Um, this stupid celebrity who is trying to put something in her drink. And so God, yeah. It's you don't know what's happening yet. I really love how that kind of question's not for sure answered until we get into Ilya and Jolie's book. But she's feeling very out of sorts because she has this feeling of dread around her. So she's feeling like something's wrong. Right. And whenever and Ilya's thinks- trying to catch up with her, she's like, I need to get away from Ilya. Like maybe right. he's the one. Yeah. I think maybe the so, danger's coming from him. Funny. She even, what I find so interesting is she even like hears like Ilya's voice in her head, stop, freeze right now, don't go forward. But she's so afraid of this voice and that Ilya is like coming to do her harm that she basically plows into someone who then, through the crowd, who grabs her and just starts stabbing and slashing her. Holy cow. Horrific attack. (laughs) Yes. Absolutely horrific. And then, of course, we flash. And then to we switch to Jonas watching this. And he sees it before. Like, they see Ilya kind of, like, following Hannah through the crowd. And yeah. Sarah's, like, focused on, oh, it looks like Ilya's chasing her. But Jonas is, like, you can hear him. He's, like, no, look in front of you, Hannah. Oh, my God. Like, he sees it before. And that feeling of helplessness that yes. you see someone that you love being in danger and you can do nothing about it like can't even imagine it's absolutely traumatizing yeah so obviously they hop on a plane real quick to go to um new york and sarah tells jonas that Ilya perkinski is actually holding like keeping her yes he's been keeping her alive right and Mm -hmm. that they know this because Ilya and um jolie have this connection this very unwanted connection on jolie's part (laughs) she ignores him whenever he talks to her like she is so adamant like get out of my head i want nothing to do with you but she <laughs> opened herself up to Ilya to ask him to save her sister and so yeah so whenever they get to the hospital he's like staggering because it takes so much energy to like keep tether somebody to life and yeah it's just like it's so beautiful though because, it is like, all this is one by one come in there i really love it though too because um Whenever Jolie is about to run into the waiting room, Ilya mm-hmm. senses her before she even comes in. It, oh, it's so cute. I love I his, love watching his, I know. I know. I love it. His head turns like, when he knows she's that. coming. It's so cool. The way they're yeah. – that's why I'm like, I have to read their book like now because they, they yeah. were so <laughs> hinted at throughout this story. There's so much sexual Oh, tension, my God. Okay? So, much. so much. I need it. I need tension. it. This is the same kind of like sexual tension that we had with Hannah and Jonas before. Yeah, before. Yeah. Exactly. So, in the previous books. Right. So we have, so Hannah, so Jonas is doing everything he can to, you know, basically protect her and while she's trying to heal. But we have another incident in the hospital. He is in the room when a nurse comes in, he doesn't recognize. 
who he quickly gets his like intuition like pricks up that something's wrong. She's yes, trying to insert he's, poison to know the, the nurses. Yes. And so he recognizes that this nurse is unfamiliar. Yeah, it's like and he suddenly realized she's about to put poison into the IV bag or whatever. And so he has to wrestle her down. They get her out and they realize how much danger she's in. So they, you know, after a couple of healing sessions, they're like we need to get Hannah home you know surrounded by her family in that house where we can protect her so she leaves the hospital kind of early on even though she still has Mm -hmm. major injuries most of them at this point are cosmetic but yeah yeah it's kind of hard to guard somebody so high profile with you know the incident being telegraphed you know everybody wants to know what's happening so Jonas is like this is a clusterfuck like I'm in security like we need to get her home where we're on our home turf and stuff right right exactly but oh it's so heartbreaking the next scene that we have is Hannah in her room and she purposefully breaks her mirror because she's looking at the damage that happened not only like most of the time um all of her sisters came together and her mother and her aunts all came together to do healing sessions on her. And so it's great. The damage, especially the internal damage, is greatly reduced. But the physical is just something that Hannah – I love the way that Christine Feehan writes her point of view because – Hannah wasn't a superficial person at all. Uh-huh. She actually did not think anything of her looks. She was just like, well, if everyone thinks I'm pretty, then I'm going to, you know, contribute, do my part, you know, make right. my money, whatever. But she wasn't ever comfortable with it. But in this moment, such a human reaction. She's just like, why didn't I appreciate, you know, my yeah. beauty? Yeah. And why didn't I appreciate whenever I had it? And now look at me. Yeah. Like, I never, like- I never really thought myself as pretty, but now i'm like a patchwork you know right right now it's just so harrowing to see what's been done to her face and her you know her body even um yes i thought it was really interesting even before she was a little ashamed of her body because her agent and someone had said she needed a, a breast reduction her boobs were too big for a model a runway model you know things like of those nature right and obviously Jonas she had been in a good environment to promote body positivity yeah. at all. Modeling is probably the worst possible job you could be in for body yeah. positivity. And so like Jonas is always like, don't listen to anybody else. You're beautiful, whatever. So she was having a little bit of image issues before. And now she's just like a broken woman. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yes. This was heartbreaking. Jonas, oh, Jonas is such a bulldozer though. Honestly, this is what the kind of need that though. This is the part where I texted you. I was like, I fucking love Jonas. I love him. <laughs> this because this part, he comes in, his sisters are like all protective, like <laughs> like, don't go up there, Jonas. She needs space. Jonas, don't go in there. They're all like babying her and calling her. He's like, get out of my damn way. That's between me and her and nobody else. Move. And he like basically goes in a room and locks the sisters out. They're like banging on the door. And he's just like, yes. basically, get out of my way, women. You know, this is between yeah. me and my woman. You know, yeah. I, I love like, it. Like, God, they're so annoying. You know? <laughs> so funny. I love these They won't things. give us any peace, Lord. But of course... Hannah doesn't think she's pretty anymore. She's like, no, I don't want Jonas to see me like this. Like, yeah. it's not a superficial. I don't think I'm pretty, but just like, no. hey, the man that I find like I I was in love with and that finally, you know, confessed he loved me. I don't want him to be with me out of pity because exactly. he feels sorry for exactly. what happened. And so she's like, you know, it's it's very it's a very human 
emotion. You can't see yourself as pretty, then you can't see other people, especially a significant other, seeing you as pretty. So, right. I mean, it's definitely tough, but Jonas is like, will not take that fucking excuse. Like, He's basically just like, hey, let me check on your scars. Let me make sure. And she's like, oh, no, don't look at my and scars. Like, and he's just like, 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 like so nice. Like, let me see. This yeah, just good. like, let me look. <laughs> and he's just like being like a good bedside nurse and everything. And just like, what do you need? Do you want me to make you some tea? And like, oh, this mirror, all the glass on the floor, no problem. I'll sweep it up. Like, let's not make a big deal about yeah. it. Like, it's fine. I, like, he is I, being the most best man ever he is and i love how we switched because he seems like such a hard ass and we switched to his point of view and he's like okay she needs a little time a little space let me put her on the balcony like in his he's still being himself and aggressive but at the same time mm-hmm. he just swoops her up and lets her hide her face yeah. in her blanket and then tucks her into her um chair because she feels better outside close to the wind like close to the elements so he's like i want yes. her to feel comfortable feel i want stronger. her to feel safe and stronger so he puts her out there he cleans up the mess he's like don't don't tell the sisters and he's like don't worry nobody's gonna know who cares whatever it's a mirror you know and he makes such i love how he makes it so not a big deal we're good mm-hmm. you're good you're gonna be fine yes and at the same time yes. inside he's a little bit crushed but he's like holding it all in you know like yeah, he needs her. to be strong for her and he knows right. how much she says that you know it's suffocating having Having empathetic abilities and feeling all the emotions from her own sisters who are basically just like constantly devastated by the right. turn of events. She just like, it's a lot. And they're like you know, screaming about her outside. and she's just yes. like, and I can't. Like babying her and it. she's just like, oh, God. And so that's why Jonas, he's a little bit pushy and kind of like, I know what you need kind of type. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And exactly. Even like – I love how he instantly is starting to talk about the future. Yeah. Like, you know, them being together and when we're married. Oh, he's like, can like we that. have and children? Hannah, that was one of the main yeah. things he asked. Like, can we say have that you can still have children? I'm fine with adopting if it's if if you're not. Like, like, it's fine. She's like, she's like, I can, but we're not even having that discussion. He's like, oh, yes, we are. <laughs> oh, the hell, yes, we are. It's so awesome. He will not let her, <laughs> let her push him away or wallow. Yeah. He's definitely a bulldozer. Tough love. And the tough love approach. He's like, he's like, now's not the time to give her space and back down and be uh-huh. like, yeah, I'll give you some space to decide because you were sure before this event happened. Right. And I'm not going to let a little thing like, you know, you feeling insecure about your looks let you push me away, basically. Yeah. And I really love that. I did too. Um, He's so protective because whenever <laughs> um Elia comes to check on her, um, he's like, <laughs> always putting his body in front of Hannah and yeah. stuff like that. And it's so funny though too because the sisters like don't want her to come down and Jonas is like, you feel all right? Like, hey, what do you want to do, Hannah? Yes. And Hannah's like, I want to thank him. Like, I do want to go downstairs. And so I really like that too because he's advocating for her. Like, exactly. what do you want to do? Exactly. Do you feel strong enough to go downstairs? So it's not like he's taking her choices away. He's empowering her. Exactly. Like, being like, hey, nothing's really changed. Like, let's get over this little bump in the road yeah and go back to normal basically yeah he's just like backing her up and like exactly like you said empowering her i love that he does that for her instead of letting her spiral downward you know into that you know place of misery and despair you know yes. which can easily happen to someone who's had this kind of experience you know it's true. so it reminded me Absolutely. so much and i think i even told you it reminded me of um eloisa james when beauty tamed the beast 
Oh, yeah. You know, and that it's yes. the same sort of situation. He would not allow her to, like, stay in her pitiable state about her exactly whenever she was like oh no the pox oh my gosh i cried i cried in the book so much oh so good good. but i love him yeah so um so Ilya comes in and we kind of get we get more like Ilya jolie vibes (laughs) oh my god oh my god i love it i I gotta talk about it even though it's okay yeah go ahead i just i just can't pass up a scene with them so Ilya. It's he's seemingly coming check on Hannah. You're like, how are you doing? Mm-hmm. And you know, kind of talking about like, do you have is or is there any reason why you think that this would happen? Like these random ass people coming after you. Like, do you know anything? And she's like, I don't reckon because they found out the these people's names and actually the man who slashed her with a knife and the woman who tried to um kill her at the hospital they were actually husband and wife right so they're like obviously there's something going there's on some, there's something right. deeper going right. on and it's not gonna stop like you know that this wasn't like if they tried twice someone's trying to kill hannah like something's going on so there's right a bit they're of trying to yeah and they're they're concerned it may be another like power player in magic who has the coercion abilities who coerced um you know right. both these attacks on her and um but there's just there's just so much like we don't know there's too much we don't know um what we do learn though is that there's several major players who have basically have um given death threats or threats of harm to hannah before well she's a model and so you know everyone gets fan mail and people become obsessive and also just like the crazies come out the woodworks just um people who um have nothing better to do than to right. write death threats to people that they have absolutely no idea who they are right you know? so but there's a couple of like the repeat offenders i guess we could say there's like first of all there's like a psycho fan who's always there and it's always like demanding her pictures and stuff i forgot yes. his name like rudy so, or something I can't remember the yes name. and um jonas always cautions hannah to not interact uh, with him yes. like, let your guards interact with him like don't ever go give him a picture yourself but like hannah's just like but he's my fan and yeah. she's like she's, she's like no this is, yeah. this is an accident waiting to happen yeah. hannah there's um there's also um the reverend there's nikitan is one of them nobody also. knows what's going on because he also stops by later to check on hannah and see right. how she's doing right and, and then, yeah, we know the reverend, we all, right we also know that nikitan is obsessed with jolie so we're like was there some sort of weird thing going on you know did he somehow have some involvement to try to get to jolie yeah. like we don't know I really do like trying to figure out what's going on i do on too the- um i was so proud of myself when i finally did too but <laughs> we also have the reverend the reverend who um is basically we learned that hannah had met with a reverend he basically just spouts like all these women you know parading their bodies around they're spreading sin yada 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 stupid shit and he's basically a cult leader but he's hiding behind yeah hiding behind religion and the bible and twisting it to his own means you know absolutely because uh she finds out she goes and visits him one time tried to talk basically to be talk him down from this pedestal that he's yeah, on just be like, why her. like why do you hate me and, and when he t- she touches him she senses that he is like basically a disgusting pervert who uses the women under his congregation for his own pleasure you know he's basically yes. like a lusty pervert and stuff and so she gave him a piece of her mind and so we know yes. so it's like oh my god well he so could have 
had some sort yeah. of revenge on her, yes. you know, for that. So there's possibilities. We right. just don't know for sure right. who's out to get her. But Yoya does say that he's going to look into it and right. stuff like that. Um, but before he leaves, um, he he sends Jolie before she came down the stairs and <laughs> Hannah actually talked to Jonas or Jonas said to Hannah and said, did you see he knew before she came into the room? <laughs> and Ilya even felt that they were telepathically communicating. Ilya is powerful as fuck, yes. just letting y'all know. Yes. And so he is He's like giving Jolie these looks and like jiving her. Basically, everyone's like, "What the fuck's going on?" Because she's throwing a fit, and he basically tells her like, "Oh, you're throwing a tantrum." Because she like makes the room shake and tea spill and all that. And um, Ilya demands that he cash in this um favor because in another Mm -hmm. book he saves alexander which is abby's love interest and they're like you know anything we can do for you obviously we want to repay the favor and so he (laughs) and he saved hannah as well and so he's like i demand to know who was the man in the picture so background information (laughs) In Dangerous Tides, the first book I ever read with Libby and Tyson, Mm -hmm. Libby is a doctor and she and Tyson go to his house and his house is like half glass and they basically have sex against the glass and Mm -hmm. there is some photos that were taken um, on on purpose to actually, you know, diminish Libby's reputation. But Jolie volunteered. She's like, I'm always in the spotlight. I'm always dyeing my hair. So I'm going to dye my hair black and I'm just going to say it was me so that Libby is not mortified. She's never had to deal with that. And then she takes like pictures like outside the home with another guy to like make to basically make it play off like this was the guy in those pictures or whatever so they can see her face and stuff, you know, whatever. Right. William wants to know his name because he wants to kill him. He's like, <laughs> He's like who is the man who put his hands on you? Like, <laughs> like it's, yeah, it's a it's a matter of honor. And it he is like, like he in like a blood debt for that. For the information. like Yes. And so Libby ends up by being like, because everyone's like, it's not my secret to tell. Like, I yeah, yeah. Jolie's just being stubborn. She's like, I don't, I don't owe you anything. So Libby was like, it was actually me. But Ilya fusses at Jolie, like, you're attracting the crazies. You're making them think that you're like this, that yes. you're, you're, you're promiscuous or whatever. Yeah. Mind this attention and you're putting yourself in danger. Like it's all well and good to want to um, protect your sister, but you're putting yourself out there in danger. Yeah. That's obviously his main concern. So, anyways, yeah. Ilya and Julie teasing. Yeah. That was one of the best scenes, too. I love that scene. It was so good. (laughs) And she, but, and he also, this is right. He comes in right after um, Jolie has basically, because they have reporters and the Reverend and all these crazy psychos are out like at the end of the fence like the line where they can no longer come into the house or on their property and so she prances out there and basically sort of like song produces song seduces um the reverend and on yeah rock star he has this like siren ability right and she can 
basically influence people with her voice. You and know she basically she riot if she wants to. Yeah, and she got the reverend to admit basically that he's a pervert on the television <laughs> in front of the yeah. cameras, and then comes Prince and back in, and that's when Ilya blows in. He's like, "I'm done. Like you have got to stop this." And oh, it's so good. It's so good. Yeah, he's yeah. yes exactly. super alpha as well. <laughs> so there's a lot going on, and Jonas is like, "We need to escape the craziness." Yeah. And how about we go on a date night? And she's like, "I'm not going." anywhere in public thank yeah. you very much and yeah he's like don't worry i'll handle it and even like oh why don't you wear that like cute pleasant peasant blouse that you <laughs> like to wear and that flowy flowy skirt basically he like knows these outfits that are going to cover her up but also these are yeah. like her favorite he's, and he's to like, hannah that's like she's like you know that outfit like the outfit that i love to wear and he's like yeah I'm and i love that so- he was like yeah wear that but no panties underneath and no bra yeah. <laughs> he's like he's like we can still have sex without me seeing anything i can just feel you know and like oh my god it's just so sexy because she was like i can't expose my body to you i can't let you look at this he's like well i don't have to look i can just touch you know like he was so like practical like you can totally work around this (laughs) exactly exactly and he's just like hey all the things that you think you can't do like go out in public whatever like you can do them like yeah we're gonna do this together like i'm gonna be right by your side it's you're gonna stop being a people pleaser you're going to start doing the things that you want which actually mm-hmm. prompts hannah to cut her hair she gets you yes. cut her hair she, her hair is like you know something that she's known for she mm-hmm. has extremely long curly blonde hair and but she doesn't like it she's like it's so heavy it's a mess to maintain like i don't like it and so she gets jolie to cut it like pretty drastically to her shoulders Mm -hmm. and she feels free but then she also has regrets right after just because it's such a big change and she's kind of huddling in the blanket she's worried jonas won't like it yeah yes and she's huddling in the blanket she does not have a bra on but she (laughs) thinks like whenever she hears the knock on the door she's like oh no i forgot to put on a bra like i was feeling brave but now I'm not. Yeah. But now it's too late. Now it is too late because Jonas is like, oh my God, love your hair. You look great. Let's go. And I really love that too. He I doesn't do make a big deal about the hair. He's just like, it looks great. It looks good. Like if that's what you wanted, like absolutely. Yes. I fully support it. Yeah. Cause she was again, she was like, she was again going to try to like get out of the date. And he's like, no, 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 no. We're not going backwards, only forwards, you know? Yeah. Exactly. I really love the date too. They go I like do. to the lighthouse and they eat French bread and what was it? Like some weird soda that I really don't know about. Don't it was know. like strawberry soda or something. It's like some of her favorites. And then they go back to Jonas's house. Yeah. And they actually has some really fond memories with Jonas's mother. So Jonas's parents were older. Um they she had trouble getting pregnant and yeah. she finally got pregnant very late yeah. in life. Um, and then she, uh, got sick whenever Jonas was, um, late teens and she died, but Hannah would go visit her and like dress up in her old, like she had lots of beautiful dresses, um, Mm -hmm. in the attic and basically play dress up and stuff like that. So that's kind of where the connection with Jonas and Hannah started. She was definitely at her house a lot. Yeah. And Jonas had some pictures of like her when Hannah, when she was a little girl, like holding hands with her mom and, you know, so there's always been that connection between them. Um, Yes, exactly. She's the, she's one of, um, she's the Drake sister 
that really knew his mom. And that means a lot to Jonas. Right. As well, right. Cause, Cause I know. And, and he has his internal hard. conflict throughout is that he's like, at one point he says, can I not even protect the women that I love? Cause he feels like yes. he, his mother died because of him, even though she was sick, she had cancer. He feels like it was because of him. He couldn't keep her holding on. Like, it's just, you know, it's just like that survivor's guilt. Yeah, he had like as a little boy her being pregnant. Like, right. Weak in her exactly. Allowed, like, to come back. And so yes. he definitely has some guilt about that. And also he just like, like, oh, I need to protect Hannah and stuff like that. Yeah. And um, yeah, so he definitely is feeling things of yeah. guilt, which but to play later. The <laughs> best thing is that when they get um to his house, they have hot, amazing, amazing sex. Jonas is aggressive yes. and it's awesome. Yes. <laughs> it's a, it's really Absolutely. good. I enjoy Jonas um in the bedroom and outside, actually. Yes, um, and he like makes her feel beautiful yeah. and admired and loved. And I really just love it because he's so good at doing that. She still has insecurities, but yeah. he's so good at just like bashing them all away. Yes. <laughs> yes. He's knocking down walls like with a sledgehammer. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. He's always talking about the future, like not yes. letting her Yes. Well when we when we have children and when we do past. this, yeah. This is how it'll be. Not doing all these maybe things at all. He even says, like, what kind of wedding would you like? And she's like, well, we could have it here. He's like, that would be great. Like, they're planning their wedding. Like, he's just like, so. What? Yeah. Yeah, She always turns the conversation and she's just like, wait, how do we end up by talking about this? Like, Like, what are you doing? It's just so funny because it's like, it's like we said, like, Jonas, once he realized he could no longer hold back those feelings for her. He was all in like all 100%. In. That is my favorite hero. Absolute. My right. favorite hero. Yes. The next morning um, they get a call that Jackson was run off the road and Jackson was um, dressed in Jonas's like jacket. He was in his car and everything else. That was how they got Hannah out the house the night before was to basically switch places. So nobody would follow him thinking, you know, they were together or whatever. So they're like, well, what the hell? Something's wrong with Jackson. Like, look, we got to get back to the house. You're safest there. They get in the car and the car won't start. And then all of a sudden Jonas freezes. He realizes it's like Jackson's car is always in 100% good condition, working condition. You know, it wouldn't just not start. It wouldn't just not start. So he realizes like Hannah, get out of the car, run for the woods. Now he's like, there's a bomb in this car. And like, so then we go into this major, major action sequence. (laughs) It's like from the bedroom to fucking action sequence. I know. She's running for the woods. There's car explosions. Now there's, there's Russian bullets flying everywhere. I mean, it is mayhem as they're trying to run for the woods. Crawling in the wooded area, listening to the conversations of these hitmen that are coming around. And it's like insane, very tense moments. But of course, um, the cavalry arrives. Yeah. And uh, Ilya and Jackson, all of them, they arrive. And Alexander, all the men. And so they bring them back to the house. And Ilya has some news. Oh. And <laughs> it's devastating it news. It is devastating. Because I was waiting for it. They find out the connection, the husband and wife had a connection to Russia mm-hmm. and um, there was a connection to the mobsters that Jonas and Jackson witnessed yes, murdering. Yes, terrible or whatever. Now all of a sudden all the cards are falling into place yeah. and Jonas realizes what the hell happened and it is his fault and he is devastated. Yes. They weren't he trying like to hurt not. 
her. They were trying to hurt him, but get to him through her. So, so remember whenever Juliet said whenever he was in the hospital, he was in a, a hospital gown and they had to hurry up and leave mm-hmm. because they found them at the hospital? Well, his shirt was at the hospital and there was a picture in his shirt of him and Hannah. He's unrecognizable. He's just a regular old Joe, but not her. Yeah. She's an international supermodel. And so in order to get to him, they went after her. So she was just in the way. And oh. – it's so devastating so because he's devastating. Just like, oh, my God, it's my fault. You know, it's so funny. Well, it's not funny, but I found it very ironic and I was really glad that it played out this way. Hannah was like, oh, so like nobody actually has anything against me personally. Like, yeah. That makes <laughs> me like, feel better oh, that man. I didn't inspire this kind of yeah. hatred randomly. Like me. at least there's a reason <laughs> Yeah, this. Well, and it's it was just- literally bothering her because she was yeah. just like, I don't understand. How I, how I could inspire so much hate that somebody yeah. would do this to yeah. me. And so now she's like, now it sounds reasonable. Right. And when we, <laughs> like, had, skim- we had skimmed over, there's many scenes where she's agonizing over the files of these people who hated her and like, why I can't believe somebody would want to do because I mean, it was y'all the crime. I was like, Oh, my God, like it was devastating, you know, how vicious yeah. and cruel and, and scary it was. So yeah, and so now we realize it is not her at all. But it is Jonas they were after. And so of course, yeah. this is devastating. All Jonas ever wants is to keep the Drake sisters late safe especially hannah the girl he's in love with you know and it's just it, it's we have a moment of violence in the kitchen <laughs> yeah he like breaks he trashes the shit. kitchen he's just like and so upset like punches the wall and i love it there was a scene we did gloss over one time where they did attack the drake house and the drake house is a little bit sentient oh, y'all. um <laughs> <laughs> that was so awesome. Like right after the anyway, that the house basically totally. ended itself and yeah, it killed died. it killed men. The house did, y'all. It was awesome. I fucking love it. It's so good. But anyway, so Hannah's like, um, uh, you probably shouldn't punch the house because it could decide to just keep your hand inside its wall. So maybe don't do that yeah. in the future and also replace my dishes. Yeah. Um <laughs> what I did love about this scene is right when he goes off and like storms off and is just furious with himself, you know, not with anybody else, but with himself. Hannah's the one because they're all running the kitchen. Hannah turns around and says, no, back off. I'm going to take care of this. And it's like the first time she's really sort of stood up to her sisters like, no, this is my man. I'm going to take care of him. I know he's like a brother to you guys, but he's mine. You know, and I just really like that. Exactly. Yes. It finally, she's finally standing up for herself, finally asserting herself. And I really, yeah, it needed to happen. And I'm glad she starts taking control. And she just like, he's the calm one in the situations. Now the tables have turned. And so Jonas is like, normally this law abiding citizen is just kind of like, well, they can't live now. Yeah. Now we have to kill them. die like no, i'm not really letting them get arrested i'm not turning them into my handler like no. hell no it's personal now right and Ilya, because like jonas was like do you know where they are and Ilya's like i'm gonna take care of it and he's like no this is my fight yeah like, Ilya's basically like woman. i'm not gonna let you get your hands dirty and jonas is like i'm gonna do it anyway they find out where these guys are and he and jonas go on a covert mission they're like Doing like Navy SEAL shit, okay? Like swimming to the boat that they're on in the middle of nowhere. And they're about to, things are about to go down, but all of a sudden, 
like they walk in into this one room and one of the major players like this, one of the gu- the guys who's a member of this mobster family walks out and like smiles at them. And like Jonas like takes a second look and like looks at his eyes and be like his eyes, like there's something familiar about his <laughs> eyes. And then they walk into that room and the one of the major mobsters is dead in that room. And he's like, oh, my God, what the fuck's happening? <laughs> well, long story short, because it's a lot. But um <laughs> Finally, whenever they corner this guy at the front of the ship, Jonas, it clicks in Jonas's head and being like, oh, my God, this is Ilya. Like, his face is different, yes. but this is totally Ilya. Yes. Like, what the hell? Like, I've heard that he's a chameleon. I've yes. heard rumors about Ilya, but this is, like, his face is different. This is nuts. Crazy. And he, like... Ilya punched Jonas and then jumped over the side of the ship. So, and then, like, never comes up for air. It's just so, like, there's so much action and drama. I just fucking love it. It's just, it's insanely entertaining. Yeah. I have to. Yeah. This is not slow paced at all. Okay, you guys. Like, it, I know. I was like, I can't believe we totally forgot about the house killing, murdering people. You know, we totally (laughs) forgot that scene. How can you possibly forget the house murdering people? But it was, and it was a cool magic scene, and it was so funny because they're all Jonas is like, I've got to get out there. Like, no, Jonas, you stay put. Yeah, I need to collect evidence, and they're like, there's not going to be any evidence. There won't be an evidence. The house is going to eat them. (laughs) It's so funny. It's a great scene. Oh, God. It is. But anyway, let's talk about the epilogue. So the epilogue, you guys, is um, Hannah and Jonas getting married at his um, mom's house and property just the way he had planned it, which is his now, not his mother's. But um, they wanted to have a nice, quiet wedding on his property. And... um, and it's just lovely. It's beautiful. I love how all of the sisters, they wear all of the dresses that were in storage. All yes, of his mom's, mom's dresses. dresses. Had. She had like some really pretty like flapper dresses vintage that 1920s. she had had in her. Yes, yes yeah. vintage dresses. And they all wore that as like bridesmaids dresses. It was just really pretty. I just it was loved sweet. it. What was awesome, was. y'all, was during during the vows, um, Jonas is like dirty talking to her. He's first he's telling her how beautiful she looks, then he's like, What are you wearing under that dress? And like telepathically <laughs> giving her dirty words like during the vows. She's like, Can you stop? I love it. It was the cutest. He is. I love him. I love him. <laughs> and then of course Ilya shows up and Jonas is like, yeah. You hit me. Like you were totally on that boat. And he's like, I don't know what you're I don't talking about. about. I don't, I don't know. He's like, I'm just here to go dance with the bridesmaid. <laughs> so oh god i fucking love it so yeah, yeah. so it was i love this book. i love this family They're i do fun. too i do too it, it really was i really 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 want to go and read other sisters now i'm just <sighs> especially they're all pretty adventury. The first couple are novella in length, and then um, Abby's book is the first full length, I believe. But um, Sarah and Kate are kind of novellas, less action packed, but still mm-hmm. action. I well, I guess it's less because they're shorter, but still pretty actiony. Right. Every single book is paced like this, though. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you cannot go one scene without something happening. Yeah. So, so if fun. this, if you like, if you like action packed magic alpha men then you know and fun sweet heroines then come join the party <laughs> that's pretty much there although there's some sassy heroines jolie's pretty sassy i love her oh yeah jolie's uh, a pistol i, can't I wait. really love her too yeah. all right all let's right. do the showdown before we sign oh off oh my god the showdown okay so yes, i i get to go first oh god, <laughs> dude, god dang it 
All right. <laughs> you go first. Okay. I can't believe we didn't talk about it, but it's the house. I mean, honestly, going <laughs> the fuck off. Okay. Yeah. It's just like, it's so funny though, because Jonas doesn't believe that the house can protect them. Mm-hmm. Um, because in a previous book, there was an incident where somebody did break into the house. But the girls are trying to explain to him, like, yeah, but we didn't put the protections in place. Like, now they're totally in place. And so they're all sitting around this beautiful mosaic that's yeah. in the middle of, of the entryway. And they're chanting and, like, like sort of the yes. presence of, like, the, the previous sisters that, like, are all lending their energy. And it's just, like, he's getting freaked out and <laughs> looking for evidence. And Hannah's just, like, patting him. It's, like, one of the moments where we see her – like her old self just be like oh jonas like yeah. just simmer wait, down just wait <laughs> like i love it like just reveling in the fact that they're all just powerful and they can handle themselves yes. and i love it and jonas goes outside and jackson's out there and it's just so funny <laughs> just like, oh my god i don't know if i can stay at that house i know anymore. he's like, like i'm a little scared <laughs> now <laughs> and it's just so much fun i really loved it because it was one of the lighter moments in yeah, the book which is hilarious. It definitely thing. was. And it's also kind of a turning point where Hannah's just I think she's coming to terms. She's feeling herself with, again. I yes, think. exactly. Exactly. <clears throat> she's no longer cowering in her room and she's doing something about it. She's taking action. So I really liked it. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, that was a great scene. Uh, and it's so funny. I just I, I don't even know what happened. There's I, just so much that happened. There is a There's lot. There's so much that happened. Um, so I think I'm going to go with, honestly, the first. It, it's after the mirror shattering and Jonas is just his bulldozy self and lifts her off her feet and goes into the balcony and like puts her in his lap. He's like, he's not even, he's not even going to let her try to get away from him, try to cower away. He's like, no, you're not distancing yourself. And I just love that scene because he knows what she needs. And on the inside at the same time, he's so vulnerable. Cause he's like, I love this woman so much. I can't lose her yes. again. I can't let this happen. And, but on the outside, he's being this like strong exterior, mm-hmm you know, that she needs. You yeah, know? he's definitely being strong for her so right. that she can draw from him. Right. Like because from yes. his strength. Yes. Cause she's being and coddled and pitied and everything. Her normal as exactly. Possible. Yes. Exactly. He's like, you're still my woman. You're I'm not gonna let you count, you know, you're gonna sit on my lap <laughs> like you normally would. You know, yeah. like he's just like like there's no physical distance. There's no boundaries. Like, and I love she even it, like you know? she even like yells at him in that scene. It's like I just can't get over it. Like what? <laughs> she yells at him. He's like, uh, yeah, no, I'm not going yeah. anywhere. You know? And I just, I love that about him. I just really fell in love with Jonas in that scene. And I think that's why um, I love it so much. It's, that's when yeah. I, I as a reader was like, yes, this man, he's exactly what she needs. Yes. You know? Of course. Which is so funny though, too, because I remember the first time reading this, cause I did read dangerous tides and, and tides. And so I knew about the animosity between Hannah and Jonas. It was very clear that they had a thing for each other. Yeah. Though. And at the end of that book is whenever Jonas gets injured. And so by the beginning of this book, I was so annoyed with him because I'm like, you're being so stupid. <laughs> like, you're running away. He was <laughs> being stupid. your man pride is hurt. Yeah, yeah. Your man pride is hurt. And you're going do something dangerous so that you can feel in control oh, again. Like, Lord, good job. Man. But, um, <laughs> I just really love it because, you know – once he once he's all in he is all yeah in. and i wasn't expecting jonas i thought there was gonna be a little bit more uh 
a little bit more resistance on Jonas's part since yeah. he started off that way. Isn't that fun? Isn't that fun so though? Enjoyable. When the author does that, just totally like it just ruins all your expectations in a good way. And it's just like, no, this is, yes. this is what's it's happening. Like, oh, I didn't expect it to go this way. And I'm, I'm glad. <laughs> yeah. 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 That definitely. That definitely works. It's a fun yep, surprise. Great. Excellent book. <laughs> Loved it so much. Well, we hope that you enjoyed today's episode and look forward to the next one where we'll be reviewing Rock Hard by Nalini Singh. Thanks so much for listening. This goes out to all the fangirls. Life's better with a little H-E-A. 